I'm Daniel Lukies, and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years, and today I have my special guest. He is a best-selling author, no other than Mr. Karim Suleiman. Mr. Karim, welcome back. Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Yes, and can you greet our, our listeners in Arabic? Marhaba, uh, like that. Marhaba, uh, <laughs> Yes, it's been a long time. I miss those words <laughs> because I live in the Middle East for three years and I learned a little bit how to speak Arabic. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, uh, I, I, they say that Arabic is one of the hardest uh, languages along Chinese. So, uh, I don't know, uh, because uh, we ourselves struggle with it. <laughs> <laughs> as well as German uh, learn. So as Arabic writer, uh, Mr. Karim, what is your legacy for uh, in writing? And uh, I started writing in uh, Arabic when I was uh, like, uh, when I was young or I was even uh, in my childhood. But um, the idea of writing uh, in English like started all of a sudden uh, like 10 years ago. Um, and since then, I have, uh, I have been uh, writing in English. So I can't say that. Uh, I have, uh, may, I have uh, one novel, though, that I translated into Arabic, but I didn't uh, thought of publishing it yet. So I don't think I have some, any kind of legacy in Arabic. So sooner or later, you're going to do both uh, Arabic and English, all your novels? Uh, if I find an opportunity in Arabic, uh, maybe. But, but, but to be honest, in, um, from a uh, market perspective, the English market is, is much bigger and easier. And the rules are uh, much clearer. You know, um, in the Egyptian market, uh, it's, it's really vague. Uh, it's, and it's really strange that in my own country, uh, I, uh, it is not easy to open the doors. Uh, I'm not sure it, where the doors are in the first place. But uh, I'm still trying, uh, but not so hard. Like I, I'm currently focusing on my English writing. That's why I, most of my writing are in English right now. But hopefully one day I have something published in Arabic. Yes. And let's talk about your uh, prequel. As I said, right? Yeah, the third crossing. It's my uh, Spefbo uh, nine entrant. I just submitted like uh, three days ago. Oh wow! Is uh, the sequel of Army of the Curse, and it, it was number nine on it, SFBO. It's uh, no, no, it's the prequel, and number nine is the number of the the competition itself. It's the ninth uh, version of the competition. This is the ninth year for uh, the Spiffbo. Oh, okay. Sounds but it will great. start officially on uh, on June. The submission was on uh, May 17, and uh, the competition itself will uh, will start on June first. Uh, so, what do you think? What will be the outcome of the submission? Oh, it's really hard to uh, predict, uh, Daniel, because. 
we have seen uh, so uh, big names in the indie uh, scene that got being eliminated from the first round because you know it's all about uh, as we said that before uh, writing and reading is really subjective so uh, maybe your book falls in the hands of of a, of a reader who likes it and it may not connect with another uh, reader and this reader happens to be a judge so uh, it's um, yeah it's a matter of quality of your book of course but there is also the, the element of luck that you uh, you appeal to the judge who who reads your books so you can never predict anything in book. yes definitely so third crossing the prequel of the Army of the Curse, how did you craft it? Uh, the Third Crossing, um, actually, it's an example of uh, how author can be distracted with uh, with new projects. You know, I was supposed to be writing my third book in the series, uh, Reign of Demons, which I'm about to finish. Um, and I've been saying that, like, for three months. <laughs> so, but... Um, Suddenly, one while I was finishing uh, book two, the Tattered Banners, I found myself compelled to write like uh, it was a novella in the beginning. My plan was to write like short story or, an, or a novella about uh, one of the nations in the War of the Last Day, who are the coins, the nation that from which the 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 coins, uh, the mages came, and I wanted to shed some light on. Um, the other side of the war because the war is focusing on the Goranians and we we didn't see the other point of view that much so i was obsessed obsessed with the idea and i wanted to try um, new characters a uh, uh, new kind of characters there are there are no warriors there are no uh, you know uh, lords or uh, some of the or those what you call good or uh, heroes, uh, the characters are, made, are simply a, a smuggler, and the mage who is who is whose moral compass is totally gray. So this is one of it. It can be considered that one of my my few stories that the two main characters are totally morally gray. So uh, you can never decide who is right and who is wrong. And uh, the idea. Growed with the story that uh, grew with the, as I started writing it, and it became a novel. It exceeded like sixty thousand words. Not my longest book, but as I went on writing, the I, I the idea grew by itself, and that's how we had the third crossing. But it wasn't planned in the beginning of the series. It just came out of the blue. Oh, wow. Sounds interesting, Ms. Karim. So third crossing, what's behind the title of your prequel book? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, the title of the third crossing, because the, um, in the, for, from the background of uh, the world of the last day, uh, we had two crossing, two crossings, the first and the second crossing. Those are two big events in, uh, in the war between the Koyans and the Goranians, where the Koyans lost badly so uh, they made it like their mission to make uh, the third crossing to be the event that they will avenge their huge loss in uh, in the past so that's hence the name uh, the third crossing wow 
interesting indeed let's talk about the main characters or the characters of the book yeah so we have uh, akira is a young mage and he's uh, very zealous he's um, you know he has been raised up on the idea and the beliefs that uh, the glory comes from wearing the red mantle which is the attire of the or the uniform of the mages in Koya. So, um, and all of this is because of his mother. His mother is the one who feeds him with these uh, ideas. So he become blinded with this idea and he sees nothing in his life and it become, becomes his, you know, only objective uh, to become a red mage. But, uh, uh, or red cloak, uh, sorry. So um, he is frustrated by the fact that he fails to earn this honor his opinion and he decides to get to gain recognition somewhere else and he'd start he he comes across some evidence that there might be a conspiracy against the empire so he wants to prove himself on his own and at that time uh, he forges a shaky alliance with a smuggler Natsu, our our second main character. Natsu is uh, is a widow. Her husband uh, her husband used to be uh, one of the main players in the underworld of uh, Koya. And after his death, she tries to take charge, and uh, she clashes with one of the heads of uh, the underworld, and that puts uh, put her family in danger. So. Uh, she, uh, she and Akira cross paths with each other and, you know, try to... Everyone has his goal. He, try, he wants to uh, use her, um, her resources because uh, of her, the, her profession. And she wants to make use of his powers to, uh, to de- beat her rival. So they end up in a... In a, in a world that might be bigger than what they have been plan, planning for, because we see that the vampire itself might be involved in this. And after that, uh, things, um, you know, that's where, where the, the journey starts together. Yes, and according to Chad Bernard, another exciting adventure from Mr. Kareem. Wow, what kind of adventure that you put in the story, Mr. Kareem? Okay, what kind of adventure we have uh, in this uh, book? Um, An adventure that includes magic, of course. There are uh, thieves and uh, uh, a naval battle, which is something I didn't do before. uh, Chase like between uh, war ships. Um, And the mix between um, naval warfare and magic was for me uh, something interesting to discover and we have a a showdown with uh, with a demon and uh, this is my my favorite scene in uh, in the book so i guess uh, readers who uh, are into mages and demons and action scenes will enjoy this yes what a great adventure people so the Amazon categorized your book as Asian myth and legend, historical fantasy, and dark fantasy horror. How they, why they categorize your book as a, uh, as as they said, a dark fantasy horror. 
I think uh, the horror element is from uh, from fact there are demons in uh, in this story. Maybe that's uh, that's that horror come from. I don't know. Um, if uh, Asian mythology, because uh, Koya as uh, is like it's like an Asianist uh, medieval uh, faction. It's like a mix of medieval uh, Korea with uh, with Japan. I I, I didn't have a, a, a different country in mind. It just have this uh, Far Eastern Asian, uh, you know, setup in uh, in mind. So, Mr. Karim, are you the writer that easy for you to name your characters? Yeah, I think it's uh, <laughs> one of the. I, I, it's a simple trick because um, I'm trying to make the names close to uh, the factions that are in this, in this you know, uh, by the real faction that are in a, the real inspiration. Of my faction. For example, I have uh, for for Koya, I have like uh, I bring Asian, uh, I search Asian names and make some alterations about it to sound, you know, not real. Uh, for instance, in my kingdoms, like uh, other kingdoms, like in Muras, which is Middle Eastern, so I play with uh, with those names a little bit. Uh, Birmania is obviously uh, European, and so on. This is how I uh, do it, but. And what, what the thing that I try to uh, to do that make them uh, easy to pronounce because uh, some one of the things that bothers me as a reader sometimes that uh, when I have uh, those names that I cannot pronounce so uh, I do my best to make them uh, like that. Yes, <laughs> and according to Robert Flips, a fate of the empire hangs upon the smuggler and. An immature mage. Oh, he's talking about uh, the book itself. So, no spoiler, people. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. So, are you the uh, writer, Mr. Karim, that you plan your story first before you go to the depth of your story? Uh, as I said, the, 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 yeah, of course, there is always a level of planning, but sometimes, many times, it doesn't go 100% uh, as uh, according to plan. The third crossing was uh, was easy to plan because it was short and we have only two main characters, so it wasn't that challenging in uh, in planning. But uh, if uh, if you remember our discussion about the War of the Last Day, it was really hard because we have uh, three different characters in three different places and you have to connect them all together. So I had to plan like. After I put the main plan in the beginning, uh, after like 10 uh, chapters or 15 chapters, I plan the next 15 and, you know, uh, I plan like batches by batches uh, for the mini plots inside to make sure everything is uh, synchronized. But in the third crossing, we have only two characters, uh, two main characters, and they are set in the same country, so it wasn't uh, hard in uh, that time. Oh, that'd be awesome. According to Lauren Stufire, awesome prequel. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're talking about that uh, uh, Army of the Curse to this uh, uh, novel. How did you do connected each other that they make your readers awesome prequel? I think uh, if you have read the Army of the Curse uh, first, uh, 
you, it will be uh, nice for that for for you to see like some of the characters have brief cameos in uh, in the third crossing, and I think that's what she meant by the the connection. Also, she is referring to uh, some of the events that after that happened and uh, that was expected to happen in the Army of the Curse and happened after after that. So there is, of course, there is a source of uh, connection. Uh, the third crossing happens like 17 years before the the army of the cursed and it's about the planning phase for the invasion that actually happens in the army of the cursed and that's the connection yes so according to ray five stars oh my goodness planning unexpected why uh, your story for your prequel is unexpected Unexpected. Uh, I, I will try to avoid the spoilers. Spoilers here. <laughs> yes, spoiler. Because if I said it, it will be expected. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't say it, Mister Karim. It's just like, oh, people, you need to read the third crossing. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, Ray, because I, we don't want to spoil something from the book itself. So, Mr. Karim, before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening in Buenos Aires. Thank you so much. A beautiful country in South America. So, Buenos Aires, FBI got 48%. Takuman at 33%. Buenos Aires at 14%. And the last but not the least, Mendoza at 5%. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast because podcast is created to empower writers all over the world like Mr. Karim Suleiman. So, Mr. Karim, what is the best highlight of the third crossing? Well, well, Daniel, uh, since I've just submitted the, the third crossing to Spiffboo, let's hope that the, the, the best highlight is, is yet to come. So, uh, <laughs> we're waiting. <laughs> Yes, congratulations for that. If you want to revise the third crossing, which part of the book you want to revise? The third crossing, um, I don't think it will be something I will change, but maybe, maybe I uh, make it a little bit longer. And uh, because some of uh, some of the readers wanted to, you know, to see. Uh, to read more about Akira and uh, and Natsu. So maybe we can, uh, you know, elaborate more because there is 17 years gap between the third crossing and the War of the Last Day. So maybe I can make another you know, novella or uh, another novel uh, about them, to, like a continuation for the third crossing. But still, I haven't made up my mind yet about it. Yes. I think uh, the third crossing, if you compare to a movie which one to uh, a movie yes uh i don't know because uh, i really i really don't have any movie in my mind right now <laughs> but i can um yeah. maybe from um if we're talking about the characters themselves i think when i think of uh not so i think of uh from uh, Game of Thrones, um, I don't know how I how I how I forgot his uh, his name, and the one with the, the Lord of the Onions, 
that smuggler uh, uh, except yeah, I except, <laughs> except uh, I, I forgot his real name but i remember his nickname lord of the onions but his um but she's more violent uh, more fierce uh, than him but so, with uh, a but with a good ending right <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a uh, regular guest here, Luis Magalia, saying that. Yeah. Sir Davos Seaworth. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Sir Davos. Yeah. So uh, he's saying that all oh, Game of Thrones have a good ending. I always say, really? <laughs> it's, your, <laughs> it's your call. So we respect your call, Mr. Luis Magalia. <laughs> uh, he's a fantasy novel like you do. Mr. Karim. The third crossing. What will be your uh, expectation? Yeah, I uh, I hope that regardless of uh, how um, it will do in the competition, I hope it gets uh, more exposure, and uh, you know people feel curious uh, about it and get some love. You know, because I think uh, I don't think that. Uh, me- Many had knew about uh, the Third Crossing existence in the first place. I am known for the thir- Army of the Cursed and maybe Tattered Banners, but uh, the Third Crossing is un- unnoticed uh, because it's not in part of the main series. So maybe it got more attention because of the competition. That's what I hope for. Yes, definitely. What else you can say about the Crossing? Yeah, all I can say about the Third Crossing. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a short read. It's um, if you are like in a break between reading uh, long books, it's sixty eight thousand words. So uh, it's my it's a short read, very short read. Uh, if you're looking for some for uh, a quick read about mages and thieves and demons, so um, you know, and some naval battles, you will uh, yeah, third crossing will be your go. Definitely, people. Let's support Mr. Karim. Mr. Karim, what are the elements you put in the story that uh, the readers glued to it? The, uh, as I said, the magic, and there is uh, more explanation uh, for the magic system, and the tears of between mages. I made it clear in uh, clearer in the third crossing, as it is set in Koya, inside their uh, you know their school and their military institution that raises those mages so i think that added uh, th- that added element uh, made the appeal to uh, to my readers uh, of course the, there are chases there are uh, there are vi- there is violence if for the people who uh, might enjoy violence um, and a fight with a demon showdown with the, with a demon in its true form and this this is something that never happened in uh, Yet in War of the Last Day, so I think that 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 will be interesting for uh, for someone who reads the Third Crossing before Reign of Demons, because for the first time people you are gonna see a demon in its true form. Wow, sounds interesting. It's nice to uh, watch that in a series or an emotion picture. I, I think a, mo- a motion picture will be fine with Third Crossing because it's short doesn't uh, doesn't need uh, so many episodes so but if uh, if you if uh, the you insist to make it a serious uh, 
I, I'm sure it will not mind. Yes, why not? <laughs> Give me the right uh, money. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so before we go, Mr. Karim, I want to uh, invite you to listen to my other podcast, Food 101 on our third season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chef in one of the five-star hotel in downtown Toronto, plus one more. I have what this coming uh, uh, podcast this June called Comedy 101 with Mr. Mike Lucas, one of the best comedian of all time. So please do uh, listen this coming June, Comedy 101. So Mr. Karim, as an indie author, what is your inspiring uh, message for those aspiring writers out there who want to publish their books or story? Uh, uh, a big responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what, what can I say? Uh, write what you uh, what you love and don't give up. Keep keep trying. And um, yeah, you know you have not. You have nothing to lose it. I know it, it. It might sound hard to put, you know, when you put all your work and you put something for part of yourself in uh, some work and you put it out for people to to judge. But um, I know it sounds uh, in the beginning uh, a little bit terrifying. But um, it, it, trust me, you uh, trust me. Do your best and make that leap of faith and enjoy enjoy the journey. Yes. So, the, what do you think? What is uh, uh, what are the characteristics of a good novel? You know, the you, you should uh, uh, the basic elements. You have uh, relatable characters, um, and uh, of, of course, a solid plot, uh, solid writing, and uh, solid world building. Uh, the basic elements of uh, fantasy uh, novel. Yes, definitely. Pleasure, and I really appreciate your kind invitations. Uh, thank you so much for having me uh, so many times. So I look, uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you again. Yes, definitely, Mr. Karim. Can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books? So, guys, if you are looking for a quick read that features mages, smugglers, and demons, then The Fair Crossing should be your next read. Give it a try. Yes, all of them, people. And so, before we go on, let's do the recap. All the books that we talk about, most especially the first one, let's say, Curse. Army of the Cursed, yeah. So, uh, Army of the Cursed uh, is about uh, three uh, three characters uh, who are who, who the world the world of those characters is about to fall because of the demons invading the their world. Uh, one of them uh, is a young princess who's trying to become a mage and help her people, but she lacks the talent. Uh, another uh, another one, the other character is a. Uh, tries to find a weapon to defeat uh, the demons, but her, uh, there is a civil war in her kingdom that may threaten uh, her life and her families. And we have uh, a young warrior who, um, who discovers that discovers a secret that about his past that changes all his plans and becomes part of uh, that civil war. And they cross 
paths with each other at uh, at that point uh, when the demons, uh, you know, cl- clashes with them. So Easy. that's what the that's the summary of like one hundred and sixteen thousand words of Army of the Cursed. <laughs> I don't, yes. I don't think I have I've done it properly. <laughs> but yet you did a good job, Mr. Kareem. And of course, the bestseller in our Florian fantasy in Amazon UK and Amazon Canada. Number one bestseller, Dark Fantasy in Amazon Australia. Number one bestseller in Sword and Sorcery Fantasy ebook in Amazon Canada, The Warrior's Path. Yeah, the worst path is a salvation story for uh, it's a low fantasy, especially in the the early books. Uh, it's about a warrior who is an outcast and uh, a kinslayer who wants to right his wrongs and start a new path in Gurania. But uh, the thing is, uh, while he wants to uh, repent from blood, he uh, stains his hands more with more blood in his path of salvation, and he finds himself involved with more in uh, more fights and uh, makes more enemies in Gurania and enemies maybe that he cannot handle so that's the path of the warrior or the warrior's path that starts the whole series of the tales of Gurania yes and I think it's the same with tales of Gurania epic fantasy box set I think the same, right, Mr. Kareem? Yeah, the uh, the Tales of Grania box set is uh, like a collection of the the fourth book together, the four books together. The the Warriors Path, Queen of Rebels, Throne of Ruins, and Kingdoms of Ash. They are all in one set. And it is perfect for those who are into binge reading, you know, who want to read the whole series back to back. Definitely. We never talk about yet the Bermuda. Ah, uh, Bermuda. Yeah, because uh, I wrote Bermuda a long time ago, and uh, the, the, these uh, days I'm focusing on uh, on my fantasy books. I uh, I have still more work to do with my sci-fi, and I didn't start yet. I want to finish my fantasy series first, and maybe I can uh, put some light on uh, my sci-fi books. But some, uh, for the time being, I'm putting my sci-fi activity on hold. Ah, oh, okay. So you have another plan for this Bermuda. Yeah. So if you are ready to talk about it, let's uh, let's uh, call me and let's talk about it. Bermuda. Sure thing, Daniel. Sure thing. Okay, Mr. Kareem. Uh, can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books? All my books. So, fantasy readers, if you are into epic fantasy with relatable characters and political intrigue and cool battle sequences so you can try either tales of gurania or army of the cursed if you are more into magic and demons and more dark stuff yes people let's support mr Korean because if you support him he will give his best and more books to come people right mr Karim? yeah right definitely <laughs> And uh, one more question. What are your goals in writing? Uh, about my goals that uh, on the long run, I hope that one day I can be a full-time author. Um, that's my optimal goal, my long-term goal. Yes, people. Let's support again Mr. Kareem because the books are phenomenal. And 
better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can. This is not something I cannot claim, of course. Of course not. Especially if it, uh, if especially if we become a series or a motion picture. Yeah, the, yeah, the Game of Thrones is on a, on a different level. Even with is with the with the with the ending of the TV show, but but I'm I'm glad that people compare my work to Game of Thrones. Uh, this is something I will be always honored. Yes, definitely. So, Mr. Kareem, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Daniel. And so, uh, readers, I'm um, I'm uh, I'm Kareem Suleiman. I've just entered my story, The Third Crossing, in Spivbo uh, Nine. So, wish me good luck. Yes, I hope it will be number one. And if you're number one, can you come back and let's talk about Third Crossing again? <laughs> I will do whatever you want if I become number one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kareem. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Thank you so much. Bodycon people, see you soon.